Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for your love. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for your mercies, your kindness. We thank you for crowning our year with goodness. We thank you for not giving up on us. We thank you for angelic assistance. We thank you for delivering us from wicked and unreasonable people. We thank you for leading us in the paths of righteousness. We come into this discussion into your hands. We pray and may Christ alone be exalted in our discussion tonight in the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. We thank God so much that ah, we cease not to give God praise and we do not get familiar with thanking God that He's bringing us to the end of another year. And most importantly, He has qualified us to see another 24 hours. And as He has considered us, we would work the works of Him who has considered us to see another day. Because we know that a time is coming where we will have the opportunity to work. I don't want to say all too soon, but this year has been an interesting one. And we are left with some few weeks to end the year. And tonight, before I did, we should have started with our Christmas message. But in the course of last week, God just gave me a word as I went to church and the minister went for an evening service. And the minister was sharing God's word with us. And I believe that is a word that God has for us. And I'm going to say that today's episode is going to be very short. And I remember several episodes I've said that before, and it was never short. But this one is really, really going to be short. Let's go to Matthew chapter 20. Jesus gives a parable over there. And just as we ended up last week, we established the fact or the truth that God is not a respecter of persons, but is a respecter of principles. So he respects the principle of sowing and reaping. And tonight we want to look at another important principle that God respects. So verse 20, chapter Matthew 20, verse 1 following. For the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man. So here again, Jesus is teaching us a principle in which the kingdom of heaven operates. Alright, so he said, for the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder which went out early in the morning to hire laborers into his vineyard. And when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, I will give you. And they went their way. Again, he went out about the sixth and the ninth hour and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing idle. And he said unto them, Why stand ye here all day idle? They said unto him, Because no man had hired us. He said unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, I shall give unto thee. So when evening was come, the Lord of the vineyard said to his steward, Call the laborers and give them their hire, beginning from the last unto the first. And when they came that they were hired about the eleventh hour, they received a penny. But when the first came, they supposed that they should receive more, and they likewise received every man a penny. 
And when they had received this, they murmured against the good man of the house, saying, These last have brought but one hour, and thou hast made them equal unto us, which have burned the burden and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, Friend, I do thee no wrong. Does not thou agree with me for a penny? Take that thine is and go thy way. I will give unto this the last, even as unto thee. Is it not lawful for me to do what I will with my own? Is thy eye evil because I am good? So the last shall be the first, and the first the last. For many are called, but few are chosen. For many are called. And I'm sure almost everybody has heard this um, scripture. And it's from Matthew 20, verse 16b. So the last shall be the first, and the first the last. For many are called, but a few are chosen. And tonight's episode is titled, The 11th Hour God. The 11th Hour God. God is not a respecter of persons. He respects principle. And Jesus, in teaching us about the principle of the kingdom, starts by saying that for the kingdom of heaven is like. So the thing we need to appreciate is that the Christian life is lived on God's terms, not on our terms. Many a times we let our culture, our experience, our background, our opinion influence how we relate with God and how we perceive God. And almost always, God does not fit into our culture. God does not fit into our experience. Neither does He fit into our past and our opinion. That's why many a times there's that kind of friction between or that kind of opposition between our way of thinking and that of God's. And Jesus is teaching us an important principle that we need to know when we are dealing with God. And this principle, just as we learned last week, that God does not respect persons, so he doesn't care whether he's dealing with you or he's dealing with somebody or he's dealing with Paul or he's dealing with Peter. The principle applies to all. And that is very important that we know the principles in which the kingdom of God operates, that we find ourselves on the right side of the principle. But unfortunately, most of us box God into our ideology. And especially, for example, when you take prayer, most of us, the way we pray is influenced by our culture and influenced by our background. So the reason why Africans pray the way we pray is because of our background. The reason why Europeans pray the way they pray is because of their background. Even our mannerism in prayer, our expressions we use in prayer, many times we are not conscious of it. But it's really true. You can have a look at it. You can examine the way you pray. Is that it has something to do with the African culture. We like to exert energy in everything we do. So for many of us, we feel like if you go for a prayer meeting and you don't sweat, we are not exhausted. No, we have not encountered God. And it's not just in prayer, in every aspect of our life. You know, just today, earlier today, I was talking to a friend and she was like, it seems like when people get dreams about her, the dreams are hardly ever good dreams. Always, eh, um, accident is coming, pray, this is coming, pray. And I just noticed that it's very true. At all the times people have approached me, like friends have told me, oh, they dreamt about me, they dreamt about me. I do remember, maybe, but I don't remember anybody telling me a dream that a person had about me, that it was a good dream. I'm not talking about prophecy, like when you go to church or you go for a gathering, but somebody will say that I dreamt. Almost every time that somebody says that I dreamt about you, it always follows the bad news. And I was like, it's true. Why is that the world they dream is only bad things? Why God, he has only bad things that he's delivering us from. He doesn't have good things in store from us. And I was telling the friend, this shows you the influence of 
our personality on the word of God. Jesus said that we make the word of God of none effect due to our traditions. And that is the truth about many of us. The reason why the word of God is not effective and alive in our lives is because we have boxed God into our tradition. We have nullified the truth of God's word based on our culture, based on the social trend, based on what is in the flow. So in this particular dispensation, many people say, oh, this thing is not possible because of the dispensation they are living in. Oh, this purity is not possible, or this is not possible. They say these things because of their tradition that they are living in right now, because of the things they are uh, indulging. So we have made the word of God of a non-effect. But God is teaching us something, and God is liberating us, that the kingdom of heaven works in this manner. There are principles by which the kingdom of heaven works. And it is me, and it's our duty as believers, as children of God, to delve into scripture and know the principles and move with them. Know these principles and move with them. And tonight we are looking at the principle that God is that 11th hour God. It's an important principle that we need to appreciate. Other than that, many of us will get frustrated and many of us are frustrated. Just like the man he hired or the group of men he hired at the beginning. So we realize that there was this landlord who owned a farmyard and he went out and he hired people and they agreed that I'll pay you one penny. And subsequently, after every interval, he went out. And at the 11th hour, which is around 5 p.m., so ideally they were working from 8 to 6 p.m. or 9 to 6 p.m. So at 5 p.m. again, just about an hour to the end of the, the working day, he went out again and he saw people idle. It was like, ah. Why are we standing around? And they said something very interesting. Nobody has hired us. But tonight, we don't want to focus on the on the, on the the content of the parable or the story. We want to focus on the underlining principle over here. So that, why are you starting idols? This channel, nobody has hired us. Okay, go and work. I'll give you. And you see, it was only those that he, he, he contracted at the beginning that he negotiated pay with them. The rest, he said, I'll give you something good. So, Interestingly, he also started paying from the bottom of from those who came last because he knew if he had given them who had come first, they would stay around to see. And I'm sure he wanted them to see because maybe when he had given those who took first or who came first, after they had taken their money, they would have just left. But I'm sure God wanted or the man wanted them to see. That's why he intentionally paid those who came last first. So when he gave those who came at the 11th hour, one penny, those who came at 9 o'clock were so happy because they knew that, ah, surely, 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 he will not pay us the same just for them to receive the same pay. And one of them complained that, ah, we have been working from 9 to 6. How can you give us the same pay? And the master goes like, is that not what we agreed? You are only angry because I gave other people the same as you did. You are angry. So that you are angry because you have an evil eye. And the evil eye is an evil, it's a, it's a Hebrew expression referring to the fact that because you people are jealous and you people are envious of my generosity. That's what he was telling them. And many Christians are like this. It's like the prodigal son, the elder son. He was angry that the father threw a party for the son who had wasted all his father's um, inheritance, all his father's goods or his inheritance on riotous living. So he did not feel that the son, the prodigal son was entitled to still enjoy of the goodness of the Father. And this is God's word to us. Even as we are coming to the end of the year, God has sent us to encourage you that he's the God of the 11th hour. And you see, 
God's principle is his word. The thing that binds God to act is his word. And this is God's word to us that every word he gave us for the year 2022, it is for the year 2022. And many times, by the time we are in October, November, most of us begin, we, we, we lose the word that God gave us because we felt like if God would have done it, he should have done it by June, he should have done it by March. We are left with a month. Is God now going to act? But God is here to tell us that he's the God of the 11th hour. Somebody may have been working from January up until now and you may just start work in December, but God is saying that you will get what you deserve. Because the person too, it's like maybe you're unemployed and for the whole year you have been looking for work and your mates have been working. What you would get in the last month of December is going to be equal to what those who have been working their whole year. This is God's word of encouragement to us that he's the God of the 11th hour. Do not close down the curtains on the year yet. Because many a time, by the time we enter December, we are already planning for the next day and that is good to do. We start planning for the next year, but don't discredit this year yet because the year is not yet over. And God is saying that this is a principle I operate by. It is binding for the kingdom of God is like a man who operates on the principle of the 11th hour. God is telling us to encourage us ourselves. Maybe left for some few days or some few weeks to end the year. And at that time when you were alone with God, God may have given, not God may have given, God gave you a word. And you look at how the year has gone, how the the, the, the the economy of the countries of nations have been brought to their knees, how your your your, your fare has increased, your expenses have increased, how everything has increased around you, but your, your salary. And you look at the projections, the goals you had, the things you wanted to do. And I wonder naturally, let me shift this to next year. God is saying, no, the dream was not meant for next year. The word was not meant for next year. The word was not meant for 2023. The word was meant for 2022. And the God of the 11th hour patrolling the earth, looking for people who are idle. And say, why are you still idle? And God, I think nobody has employed us. Nobody has employed us. He said, come and work. I will give you what is due. And God is letting us know that he is a generous God. Don't be bothered if people started building their visions by January, by February, by March. Whereas by January, February, March, you were still lost. You were still confused. You were still getting rejections. God is saying that what I'm going to do in the last few days of this year is going to blow your mind this is a principle that binds god to work every word of god for the year shall be accomplished in this year god is encouraging us do not throw in the towel of 2022 do not cancel 2022 out of your plans maybe you are purpose to get married you're hoping that oh you something would have happened that would have made things available for you to get married but the god of the 11th hour and what we call the God of the last minute is saying that if the word was for 2022, the word will manifest in 2022. So hold on, stand fast. Paul said that we are not them that draw back onto perdition, but we are holding on to the profession of our faith. 
the word that God gave you that you have already forgotten by June because you did not see anything. You have forgotten that word. God is saying, go and pick up that diary. Go and pick up that book. Go and pick up that notepad. Go and pick up that software where you wrote down or those notes where you wrote down the word for 2022. Because as long as we are in 2022, the God of the 11th hour is going to show up. And I believe the word so strong for us in this season. Because 2022, for the world globally, it has really been an unexpected year. Because for many of us, we are thinking that at least we are going to recover from COVID or the effects of COVID. For many of us, 2021 was the year where we are now finding our feet after COVID. And by January, by 2022, we are knowing that things should have settled for life to go back to normal, for us to pursue our dreams again just to wake up one day in February and we hear that Russia is attacking Ukraine and everything seems to just go on a downslide. Like the fuel price, the dollar, the exchange rates, people are losing their jobs because now companies cannot afford to pay salaries. They cannot afford to increase salaries. And it seems like we are just going from bad to worse. But the God of the 11th hour has sent us with a word that if I give you a word for 2022, the word will be accomplished in 2022. It was five o'clock, just an hour. What can they accomplish in an hour? What? Because if the man started recruiting people at 9 a.m., he knew that definitely the work he needed would take a lot of time. That is why they were angry. We have been, we were all, we were, we were working all out under the sun. We are bent by the sun. And these people came around five o'clock when the sun was already going down. So they didn't experience the scorch of the sun. God is saying that people were hustling, going, waking up, meeting traffic from January to and you were just sleeping, sending applications, just doing one gig or another, doing some two months internship, some gigs as they come. And you may think that the year has gone wasted. But God is saying that even though I called you at 5 p.m., I'm going to give you what you deserve because I am generous. And you see, the only reason why the people were angry was because they had an evil eye. They were comparing themselves to people who came at five o'clock. And as I said earlier, that God intentionally, or the man intentionally paid the last people first so that the first people would see I'm paying them last. I'm paying them the same amount. And this is a word from God to us. Hopefully, another time we'll look into the parable because this parable, of course, it talks about the, the kingdom of God, that those of that, and you know, the same people who work for God their whole lives, and somebody may give his life to Christ at the last minute on the deathbed on sickness. We are going to we are all going to inherit eternal life. Of course, our work should be rewarded, but fundamentally we are all receiving eternal life. And it's the same thing that Jonah had. But this was the issue with Jonah. And we need to study on the book of Jonah. So if you have not listened to it, you can go back and listen to it. Jonah knew that this God is a merciful God. And if I should go and preach in Nineveh, and this will repent, this God of the 11th hour. He would forgive them. I know him. And truly, truly, when they repented, God forgives them. And Jonah was angry. So many times people are angry about their generosity of God. That is why the Psalms that he will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. It, God, God is deliberate in showing off his goodness in our lives. And before the year ends, believe this word of God. Believe this word of God. Believe this word of God. That the God of 11th hour would give you what people have worked their whole year to get in the name of Jesus. He's not a respecter of persons. 
He doesn't care your educational background. He doesn't care your skills in farming. <laughs> Whether you use a plow or you use a, a, a combined harvester or you use a, a cutlass. But as long as you are employed by God, He will give you what is due. And God's word to us that as long as you keep believing my word and don't throw the towel of the year, don't feel disappointed in God that, oh God, 2022, I had hopes. I had dreams of getting that job. I had dreams of changing that job. And now it's almost left with two weeks for the year to end. And nothing seems to happen. God is saying, oh, honey, as long as the year has not ended, I am not too late. Because the word is for 2022. Do not do carry forward. God is telling that person who has already postponed that agenda to next day. God is saying, no, no, no. It was meant for this year. Don't postpone it. I need you to work with me. I need you to believe that I am never late in keeping my word. That in my time, says the Lord, I will make all things beautiful at the 11th hour, 5 o'clock to 1 hour to end of day. I will show up. And even as I'm getting close to the end of the year, God is reminding us that he's going to crown our year with his goodness. And people will be like, ah, didn't this guy just get a job? Didn't this guy just get a beloved? This, wasn't this guy sick the whole year? Wasn't this guy laid off? Wasn't this guy demoted? Wasn't this guy sad? Wasn't this guy giving a redundancy letter? But the God of the 11th hour will restore unto us all what the caterpillar, the canker worm, and the locust has eaten because he's a good God. Our God is good, and 2022 is still a good year. This is God's word unto us, and God is encouraging us that do not throw in the towel. Do not think that the year has ended because it has not yet ended. Keep your expectation alive. Keep your dream alive. Keep that hope alive. Keep on speaking that word of faith. Maybe you had someone, a loved one, who has been sick the whole year. And it feels like, ah, I'm tired, I've been praying. But the God of the 11th hour, the God of the 11th hour will give you what is due you. And I prophesy into our lives that before the year ends, we would enjoy the generosity of our Father. And many people will be envious because they have evil eyes. But may we not be among those who have evil eyes. May we rejoice when we see God blessing our neighbor with all the fruits of the year. May we rejoice with them that rejoice in the name of our Lord Jesus. So we are done for tonight. As I said, today is really a short word. Be encouraged that these two weeks or three weeks that you are left to go, keep your expectation alive because the expectation of the righteous shall never be cut short. The God who has promised, the God who is the God of the living, he has said it, that for the kingdom of God is like this. This is a principle, a binding constitutional law, a binding thing about the kingdom of God, that he is the God of the 11th hour. One hour to the end is more than enough. It's God does not need 12 months to bless you. All he needs is the 11th hour. I want to just spend some time in prayer. You want to just remember the hope. I will cast your mind back after 31st night. The hope and the joy you had 
even as you were grateful to God that you started another year. For many of us, people those who are really old, seeing 2022 it was a miracle for them. So they have seen so many things, including COVID. For many people, they thought that this year will not end, or they will not end this year alive. But the God of the 11th hour has taken them through nine months. And he said that I am not just carrying you through them for the 12 months for carrying you sick, but I'm going to load you with benefits. Blessed be the God who daily loads us with benefits. Remember how you started the year. Remember all those dreams. Remember all those aspirations, all those expectations. And the God of the 11th hour has given us a word that the word is for 2022. That no word will be taken forth to the next year. Every word meant for this year. You will get it in this year because he does not send forth his word and the word does not accomplish what or the purpose for which it was sent for the kingdom of heaven is like this. Now, even as you are reflected back on the things you had, keep your expectation alive. We just want to pray to God our Father. May we not draw back on our expectations. May we not coil and say, ah, maybe I did not really hear from God. Maybe the word was meant for next year. No, it was meant for this year. May we not say, ah, another year has just gone us by. We celebrated our birthday without having anything meaningful to do, without making any meaning. The God of the 11th hour is coming and he said that I am coming speedily, 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 and my reward is in my hand. Father, may we keep hope alive. All of us who have already postponed things till next year that were meant for this year, God is saying that I am the God of the 11th hour. Pick up that vision, pick up that prayer point. Many of us we have abandoned that prayer point because we thought that ah, the year has already come to an end. No, the year ends on the 31st December. And as long as the year has not ended, the God of the 11th hour is going to show up mightily in our lives. Father, we believe. Lord, we believe. Lord, we believe. We are like those who are of Father Abraham, who against hope, we still believe in hope. We are going to give glory to God. We are not considering the deadness of the year 2022. We are not considering the economic bamboozlement of the year 2022. But we are considering the one who has spoken, the one who calls for things that be not as though they were, the one who framed the world with the world, with the words of his mouth, the man who needed six days to create the world does not need six days to create our life. The man who can call a shepherd boy into prominence and establish his throne greater than any other throne. This God is the one we need and we refuse to postpone our dreams. We refuse to postpone our desires because we know that you give us the desires of our hearts. We refuse to postpone every word you give us for the year 2022. We know that we are going to crown our year with your goodness. We are crowning our year with your generosity. We are crowning our year with laughter. We are crowning our year with your sweetness. Every mouth will be filled with laughter by the end of the year because the God of the 11th hour is showing up in our lives. Father, we thank you that you have a word for us in every season of life. And that word is your principle. That word is what compels you to act. And we thank you that because you have spoken over our lives, you are going to act over our lives. For you have exalted your word about your name. And we know that the God of the 11th hour to show us his generosity in the name of our Lord Jesus. 
Amen. Be encouraged. Be of good cheer. Be full of joy. Stop complaining. Stop being anxious. Stop doing calculations. Because the God of the Lord ah, is going to surprise you. We can't wait to hear your testimonies. Please reach out to us on our Telegram channel, the household, the father. You can just set on it on the icon and share your testimony. How the God of the living hour has surprised you. And remember that we also have our YouTube channel, Renew Your Mind TV. Go and listen and be blessed. And finally, we are still giving God our best. And we are owing no man nothing but love. See you next week, even as God gives us a word for the Christmas season. Bye bye. If not for